0: As a skin health professional, beauty and aging are the centerpiece of my research. And one thing is clear, if we want to age well, we had better keep up with our NAD levels. NAD is actually something I personally take every single day to give my cells the energy that they need to operate. And our skin also has cells in them too. NAD is a molecule in the human body that is vital to aging well and remaining youthful in so many ways. NAD creates energy, maintains healthy DNA, detects and uses nutrients efficiently, and even protects our cellular health. Unfortunately, from age 30 to 70, NAD levels decline up to 65%. Simply put, when NAD levels decline, aging accelerates. That's why if you care about slowing aging, you need to get Qualia NAD. Qualia NAD is a clinically tested supplement that can boost your NAD levels up to 50%. It's vegan, non-GMO, with three key naturally derived ingredients called NAD precursors that your body can readily convert into NAD. And 11 additional ingredients that support your body's NAD production. Qualia NAD is the easiest way to support your NAD levels deep into life. So you can stop losing one of the most vital molecules in your body now for remaining youthful and in your prime. So if you're over age 30, Help stop your declining NAD levels with Qualia NAD risk-free for up to 100 days at neurohacker.com forward slash radiance and use code radiance for an additional 15% off. That's Qualia NAD at neurohacker.com forward slash radiance with code radiance to age incredibly well from the inside and out. Enjoy today's episode right here on the School of Radiance podcast. Welcome, 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 everyone, to today's episode right here on the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm thrilled to have you spending time with me here. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share this episode, leave a question in the comment section, because we're going to be talking about something a little bit deep here, which I mean, Hello, welcome to the show, body, mind, spirit, energy optimization for a higher level of radiance and beauty. But in today's show, we are going to discuss engineering our best and most radiant lives. We actually have an engineer in the house who understands body, mind, spirit, energy optimization as well. We have a returning guest and friend, Jane Hogan here, who's about to share some insights on engineering our best life and some things that I've learned from her and things that I think are gonna be interesting to talk about. So Jane Hogan is the wellness senior. She blends science and spirituality to help people release chronic pain through using the, the mind, body, and breath so they can become empowered creators of their own health. Her personal experience of reversing crippling rheumatoid arthritis using natural solutions inspired her to leave a 30 year engineering career and become a functional medicine-certified health coach, certified yoga teacher, and a wellness educator. Combining ancient wisdom with leading-edge science, Jane's Women's By Design Blueprint has helped hundreds of people release chronic pain naturally. She is the host of the Wellness By Design podcast, and her empowering message has been featured on numerous podcasts and summits. She has been published in Thrive Global and Elephant Journal Magazines. And it is an absolute pleasure to have Jane with us back on the show. Welcome, Jane. How are you today?
1: I'm fantastic, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me back on the show. I just love the connections with you. We always find so much fun stuff to talk about. You're so fun. And we love to delve into these, uh, you know, the realms that other people maybe don't want to go, but it's so fun.
0: Yes. Um, if you're kind of new to this, okay, how the heck do we optimize our energy? If you want to be beautiful, if you want to be radiant, if you want to have ass hair, skin, nails of your life, body, mind, spirit, energy, with the addition of detoxification and systemic cleansing to maintain a pure body, mind, spirit, energy, that's the key. So that's what we are learning here on the show. And we have a professionally trained engineer to bring all that, stuff into the 3D so we can manage and rule things out in a way that will be easy to follow. So Jade, how do you stay vibrant and radiant? How are you engineering your best life? Uh, you know what? It,
1: it starts with being intentional. That's what I find, just being intentional about how I'm living each day because each day is a little mini version of your life and that then becomes your entire life. So living intentionally, I would say, kind of sums it up. And uh, I didn't always do that. I just used to kind of take what came and didn't really think about having conscious thoughts or what I really wanted to put in my day, but a short change now.
0: (laughs) So how do you like to structure your day? Uh, I mean, I'll start with my AM and PM routine. It's lengthy, so hold on. On. Wait, wait, let's just let's do a little compare and contrast here. Jane, how long does your AM and PM routine take you? Well, my morning routine is
1: at least an hour, I would say, uh, by the time I sort of put everything in, I, I used to do it very structured and almost like have a little bell that rang to tell me when to switch to each one. But it's, it's a bit more loose now. But I love that I have that time to be. Uh, intentional in my mornings and and fit in what I like to fit in. So we can talk about what's in there after, if you want to.
0: Yeah, I actually have a pretty lengthy morning routine as well. I literally start to water load as soon as I wake up. My husband laughs at me when I emerge from the washroom with all my laptop. I have all of like my liquids. I got my protein shake. I got my coffee. I have my powdered juices. Oh my gosh. It's like, it's pretty funny. But it's staying hydrated first thing in the morning is one of the best things that I can do to support my brain and just like start that detox, start that intermittent fasting in the morning. I mean, if I have a protein shake, obviously I'm not fasting that day, but sometimes I will. Sometimes I won't just depending on how I feel. But I always start with a bath. And I always start with natural sunlight coming into my washroom and into my eyes to support the circadian rhythm. If I really needed to get ready in a hurry and do my skincare and my makeup and my hair, it's under 10 minutes. But I do prefer a little bit more of at least an hour, like you mentioned, Jane, just so that we can get grounded in the day. Because one of the things I really had to work on to reduce pain in my life was to take things a little bit slower find different aspects in my life that I could engineer to be less fast paced and less stressful. And so once I started to employ a slower pace in life, it's not okay, alarm goes, and I'm hitting the ground running, I'm out the door, I'm running late, jacked up on coffee, haven't eaten well for the day, right? This is what I used to do. And I'm sure if you're listening, you're like, oh, yeah, I kind of do that right now, maybe we'll, you. you know, just kind of slow things down. But what is it? How do we do this with kids? Like when kids come into the picture? Is that still possible?
1: It's pretty hard, I think, but not impossible. So I would say, you know, my hour routine, I would, I would kind of slim it down to at least three things. So the three minimal things, I think, are the three M's. So uh, one is just um, mindfulness. So taking a few minutes to just, I mean, you could call it meditation, you could call it breath work, you could do whatever, but just a time where you're, just in the moment. So it might just be breath work. It might be an, you know, an actual meditation or maybe a guided meditation or something where you're just Focusing on the moment. So that's the mindfulness. You got to have, I feel a movement part. And again, it doesn't have to be like a big workout. It could, if you're pushed for time, maybe it's just three minutes of like, you know, moving up and down, doing yoga, some sun salutations or or whatever works for you. Maybe it's like doing squats at your counter while you're waiting for the kettle to boil or the coffee to perk. And then the other part that would be minimum to me is adding in mindset. So, kind of getting yourself set up for the day uh, with like, what do you want for the day? What visioning the day, maybe visioning even further ahead, maybe some journaling, maybe some affirmations, but something to get your frame of mind into you know, I've got this. I'm power. I'm a powerful creator. I can do take on whatever I want. So those are the kind of the minimum. So I always say, like, if you've got, you know, if you've only got 15 minutes, and everyone, I think, can manage to get up 15 minutes earlier, right? Do five, five, and five of those. And so it's possible, you can still carve out some time for yourself. I've got a luxury now, I've got an empty nest, and I'm not going out to an office and teaching at a college, you know, like I used to. So I've got a bit more uh, free time. But Even those little things, anyone can do those. And the other thing, the other thing is start even before you get out of bed. I like to just lie there in the morning. As soon as I wake up, I like to think about what I'm grateful for. Like, oh, the bed is so comfy. And what am I excited about today? And I like to breathe. Imagine like uh, energy flowing up and down through my body even before I get out of bed. And then I do the hydration, like you said, I'll have, I have a full glass of water. I always take to bed with me. So in the morning I just, I drink it's 16 ounces of water and I'll just drink that right away. Cause I know your brain during the night, right? It's, it's, it's doing, it's flushing during the night. So the first water you have in the morning goes to washing that out. So yeah, have to flush that out so yeah and then I would start in and now I love my I, I do have my uh my bulletproof coffee in the mornings and um I love that I know a lot of people say no no coffee but I love it I really
0: love it and it's part of I'm my sorry family. I can't cut out coffee but I did make the switch from bulletproof coffee to danger coffee and I think you'll uh, of us yeah. that you do feel different with it I really like it
1: I got to try that because that's Dave Asprey's new coffee, right? The danger coffee. It's delicious.
0: It's delicious. So funnily enough, um, this is a perfect segue into our PM routines. Uh, One of the other things that I like to do in the morning is to like actually look outside and appreciate nature. I just, I find it's very grounding so that we're not just like living our lives on autopilot. It's like, just take a moment to ground and yes, don't scroll social media. Maybe in the morning, that's the worst thing you do is I actually leave my phone completely outside of the bedroom. Now I'll have the alarm. I'll hear it like from way out there, or I'll have my bed vibrate because I have the um, eight sleep, which tracks my HRV and stuff like that. And yes, I have EMF blankets to mitigate it. Trust me on it. So (laughs) when I'm getting ready to go to sleep, I actually drink a ton of water. I basically drink over a liter of water before bed, and I find it really helps my brain I always have a better sleep and it's because your brain shrinks when you sleep. And then that's actually how your brain is detoxing your central nervous system detoxes while you sleep. It doesn't have its own lymphatic system. It just shrinks. And then all the fluid comes out and gets flushed, in all of that. So that's why I always sleep with lots of water, but my husband he'll get up like two, three times in the night I think there's something going on there with maybe his cortisol levels. If I'm going to be totally honest, I think something's up with that. Uh, But I always drink a ton before sleep and a bath before going to bed too. Epsom salts, baking soda, pineapple body oil that you can get on my Easter. It's just like a delicious evening routine to wind down. Um, Maybe I'll listen to some nice music or listen to a show that I find is a little bit more on the calmer side (laughs) Um, and try not get that brain ramped up with the woes of the world before bed. That's probably a good thing to do as well.
1: (laughs) Yes. Oh, me too. I really try to not look at at any screens, or if I absolutely have to, I live on the East coast. So sometimes it's really difficult to not have evening things because the rest of the world is in the North America anyway, is, uh, you know, there it's later in the evening for me. So, uh, if I do have something I have to do, I will wear the blue light blockers, but I try to not do it at all and just have a really calming evening and, I love having the bath too, the Epsom salts, and I put some essential oils in too that I really love, just really calming, relaxing. Sometimes I'll listen to um, some nice music or some uh, I really love listening to uh, singing bowls. <laughs> There's a lady, I, I love her. She was on my summit. Uh, her, her YouTube channel is called Crystal Cadence. And she does these beautiful singing bowls. And I, I just love them. So that's often what I'll listen to just really like sending all those signals to your mind that it's time for bed. And then when I get in bed, I turn out the light. And then I try to It's pretty much a habit of mine, so I don't really miss it very often now. And that's the thinking of three things during the day that happened that I was grateful for. And again, that's sending the signal to the brain. When you're feeling gratitude, you can't also be in, you know, a fear state. So it helps, like, really activate that parasympathetic, the rest and digest, time to sleep. And I must say, it makes a big difference. And I have an aura ring, so I track my sleep all the time. And I can see what happens on those nights. If I've got to be up and do a zoom call late in the evening, it's just like, oh,
0: my sleep is disrupted. It's terrible. Okay. Biohacking nerding question here. Do you <laughs> keep your aura ring on airplane mode?
1: I do. Yeah. So Hallelujah. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So
0: my, many people, so know. I, ha- I just did a consult with someone and I'm like, yeah, I'm a ring. I'm like cool biohacker. I'm like, That thing better be on airplane mode. Otherwise you are getting Bluetooth all the live long day.
1: Yep. Yep. I, I have to put it on the base every morning to get my, my results because that's how you get it out of airplane mode. And then it goes back in airplane mode again. So
0: yeah, I mean, it's just one of those, it's a simple thing, right? Keep it in airplane mode. Totally. Okay. Funny story. I do have a bowl right here in my office. Singing bowl right next to me. Might've heard of there. Yeah. This little guy. And then I have a bigger one in my bathroom. And I actually have a plant next to my tub that is almost in like a bronze looking uh, bowl as well. So I kind of have this like bronze theme in my office and in my, and in my washroom, I just really like the look of bronze. And um, I do come from a Christian background. So that's, Oftentimes used uh, with different symbols and symbology, and I like to have good symbology around me uh, for various reasons. If you kind of are on that same wavelength, you get it. But I love the idea of bulls before bed. Even my husband, who's like so skeptical about all this stuff, it's like i do you like the singing bowl around him, and he's just like, "Oh my gosh, that sounds so good <laughs> you're doing it." And I wasn't expecting that. I totally thought he would be like, "This is weird." <laughs>
1: Oh, it's, it feels so good. One time my husband and I went on holiday uh, to Costa Rica and we got this couple's uh, singing bowl session. And it was with the Tibetan, like the brass singing bowls, not the crystal ones, but it was so lovely. And it was his first time experiencing it. He just, he loved it. <laughs> I think he loved it more than I did. So anyway, now he's given me a full set of singing bowls. Plus I've got three crystal bowls, which I just, I love. I'm always, when I do yoga, I just kind of give them a little bong every once in a while, just to feel those vibrations. I mean, it's so healing, right? We are made of vibration, energy, and light. So uh, those types of vibrations, they're like in tune. They're in tune with us. It's kind of like a musical instrument when it's not in tune, kind of sounds yucky, but when you can get it tuned up, uh, then it sounds better and so we're like that right those
0: bowls those sounds can help tune us up and then we feel better speaking of music these nails are not meant for playing guitar. So <laughs> in about two weeks, I'm going to be cutting them down so that I can play my guitars again. But they look nice on camera and on screen. I've been doing a lot of like more media stuff. I'll be seeing you in Scottsdale next week. So Yay! exciting. So we're definitely going to be doing some summit interviews and all sorts of media stuff. So they look good on screen, but are they practical in real life? No. Do they look kind of pretty? Sure. Sure. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You do you do you I have lots of clients and friends and family members that love getting their nails done. I recommend just doing them yourself so that you're limiting your toxic exposure, uh, different salons. But yes, when you're mentioning that we are vibration, we're made of light, we're made of energy. This is a fact 70 to 80% of the universe is the space between dark matter quintessence. I don't know why it's it was called dark matter. It sounds like really like dark and gloomy, but it's not. It's just matter. That is literally the space between the atoms and the molecules. So yes, we are primarily made of space, even more so than what we're made of water. Um, so that might be new information for some of you tuning in if you're new to the show here. So speaking of energy and vibration, how does breathing Impact all aspects of our health and help to slow aging. And it's really funny, even just being on the session with you, I'm noticing that my breathing is slightly different. So I feel like what I need to do is let's maybe even do some intentional breath work here. And I actually had someone say, Hey, Rachel, why don't you have someone on the show to talk about doing a breath work strategy? So, why is breath work important? And can we maybe do some heart focused breath work?
1: Oh, sure.
0: Well, I mean,
1: to me, the breath is spirit in the body. You know, It we, we breathe from our first breath to our last breath and in between we're alive. So it is definitely representing our spirit in the body. But the breath is also like really connects us physiologically as well. So it's to me like the connection between spirit and and the body and the mind, right? Because when we, we can use the mind to help uh, or use the breath to help slow down the mind. So it's really like, like a master instrument type of thing. So, um, so yeah, we can. The the breath connects the the body, mind, spirit all together, and we can use the breath. It's it's one of those physiological functions that we can manipulate, right? Consciously, or it'll happen unconsciously if we're not thinking about it. So when we do it consciously, we can use it to create a state in the body that is very healing, and also a state in the mind that's very healing. So, uh, obviously we want to breathe. We want to breathe in and out through the nose. The nose is, except you know, we're talking, obviously I'm breathing in and out through my mouth, but generally we want to be breathing in and out through the nose. We want it to be deep into the belly. Uh, we want it to be, uh, light. We don't like want to be like big gulps. You want it to be long and light. So I like to think glow, long, light. Breaths and so when we do that, we activate the parasympathetic state, the vagus nerve, right, which is the parasympathetic branch of the nervous system. And so with that, we can create calm in the body, but we also create calm in the mind. When we create calm in the mind, uh, we our, our prefrontal cortex gets bigger. We think better. We we make better decisions. We also get along better. There's a lot of science behind that studies. The HeartMath Institute has done a lot of studies on how people uh, respond and what all these different physiological responses when we f- slow down the breath, especially for this heart-focused breathing, which I'm going to do. Um, the other thing is that it also increases heart rate variability. So I know if you got an aura ring, you're <laughs> tracking that, although it only gives it at night, but the heart rate variability is the number one indicator of longevity. It shows us if we're in a stress state or not. So when we can do this, when we can focus on the breath and slow it down, especially when we have these loving feelings, while we're focusing on the breath, we can increase heart rate variability, we have coherence in our heart, we get coherence between the heart and the brain, coherence in the brain, it's just that beautiful state where things are
0: flowing and working well. And we are going to be in a room of just like a boatload of health practitioners meets light workers meets health entrepreneurs next week in the flash with Dr. Joe Dispenza bringing us so through excited. some really cool meditations. We got JJ Virgin leading the whole thing. Marie Forleo is going to be there. Basically, all the big wigs in the health and wellness space. Dr. M, he's going to be in the house too. So, Jane and I are going to be in this room with all of these people who are living a purpose driven life. They've engineered their life to become abundant themselves while in the same process, serving others and helping others live their healthiest lives. So when we're in this space, and Jane, this is going to be your first time here, which is exciting. Yeah, the the first time I was in this space with all of these people. That's the first time in my entire life, I felt like I was sitting in a room of my tribe. And it's almost like our hearts are kind of in this same place too of wanting to give and send and receive in, in very healthy ways we're engineering this we're meeting together to figure out how we can do this even better and there's something so beautiful to that the whole heart math thing i find that fascinating and when you're around other people like this you kind of like feed off each other's energy and i know you and i jane have been in canada and it's been very interesting up here and for the uh, a huge part of the last couple of years I found it really difficult to be around other people's energy, because they're on such a different frequency. And it can feel quite jarring when, you know, people like you and I were doing this inner work to stay calm and not freak out (laughs) with all this stuff that's happening. And I think that um, this is a really important skill to have. So one of the reasons why I did so much cold therapy, was um, looking back it was a great way for me to optimize and harness the power of the vagus nerve, the power of taking power over your autonomic nervous system so that you can tap in to the state of calmness of clarity, of focus of less distraction where, you know, I could get hypothermia in this water in 14 minutes. So I have to capture my breath in seconds so that I don't hyperventilate and that I remain calm. And I think that that is a good skill to start to learn. So cold, cold showers are a great way to just like have your second to freak out. And then s- soon enough, you'll be able to um, capture and hold yourself in a more regulated state, which I think we need to learn more about that. So how about we do a heart-focused breath work demonstration to enhance our vibration, energy, radiance. You know, breath is the most simple thing, the most free thing that we have around us. So, you know, make sure your air purifiers are on as well if you're doing this inside. I have so many air purifiers going in the house. It's a bit bonkers. (laughs) But clean air, let's start with that. Biohack your air. But why don't you walk us through what a heart-focused breathwork demonstration looks like?
1: Mm, okay, I'll tell you a little bit about it first. So what we're going to do is I'll start off. We'll just do some slow breaths, get breathing into our belly, kind of getting used to that. And then we're going to imagine that we're breathing in and out of the of the heart. And then we're going to uh, bring to mind... Uh, like a person or an event or a time or a place where you felt a loving feeling. Or you can, if you haven't got something to draw on, then think about what you would like to happen, but something that really feels loving for you. So a time when you really felt a lot of love. And then we're going to feel those feelings while we're continuing with this breath and we're going to expand it. And it's just, it's an amazing um, type of breath that really, I'm going to teach you how to do it, but you are going to be the one that's generating all of these feelings yourself. So really, you can generate it anytime. and that feeling of love—I mean, they can measure it, right? It's not like it's not like we're making up Ooh, like this crazy thing. They can actually measure the heart gives out an electromagnetic field, as you know, and so it can be measured. It can be measured uh, like ten feet away from the body. So we're generating this electromagnetic field that is a very healing vibration. And of course, healing vibrations are great for healing the body, but it's also great for radiance and for feeling good and for all of our cells to be bathed in this this environment that's a very healing environment. So are you ready? Let's rock and roll. Okay, so obviously if you're driving, don't close your eyes, but (laughs) everyone else can just... Gently close down your eyes. Let your hands rest in your lap. You can have them palms down or palms up, whatever feels good for you. And just for a moment, just notice the support that you've got. From whatever it is you're sitting on, you've got support. And how good it feels to know that that support is always there. And then just begin to notice your breath. Ideally breathing in and out through the nose. Notice the cool air as it goes through the nostrils. Notice the warmer air as it leaves the nostrils. Long and low and light. Now imagine when you breathe in that you're breathing into the heart space. You can even touch one or both hands on your heart if you'd like to do that. Breathing in, the air swirls around your heart and exhale again. Inhaling the air swirls around the heart and the heart space, expanding it and letting go again. While you continue breathing in and out through the heart, I'd like for you to think about this person or maybe even a pet or a place, or a time when you felt love deeply. Notice what you see. What colors do you see? What do you hear? What's around you? What do you feel? you feel anything on your skin? Do you smell anything or taste anything? Make that scene bigger in your mind now. Really get it clear. And now notice the feeling you have in your heart. That feeling of love feels so good. And notice now as you breathe that that feeling gets even bigger in your heart. Completely filling the heart. And let it get even bigger than the heart now. And on the next breath, let it completely fill your body. Right down to the tips of your fingers and the tips of your toes. And now as you breathe, imagine it's even bigger than your body. This feeling, this loving vibration is now outside your body. Let it completely fill the room that you're in. All around you. So big and beautiful. And now pull all that love back in. Pull it back into your heart again. This loving feeling is yours. It's there all the time. Just one more breath now. One inhale. And exhale. Exhale. And really gently now open your eyes. I like to finish always with a little spinal twist. So a spinal twist to the right and a spinal twist to the left so that we're coming right back into our central nervous system again and really coming back into our body and opening those communication channels. So how do you feel,
0: Rachel? exactly what I needed. get a little bit more into that heart space energy and to feel that expansion and to be in that um, vibration of love is is very powerful. It's very healing. It's very restorative. It's very pure when you're in the space of love and you're making room for that. There isn't a lot of space for other um, interferences, which um, I think is something to really start to focus on (laughs) (laughs) is to make sure that you're maintaining that energetic state because it can just kind of uh, we can get pulled out of it for whatever life event reason or another but to come back to that breath the gratitude being in that love heart centered space is so key And when Mm -hmm. it comes to the skin, well, breath work is very (laughs) important because of the oxygenation component. So the study that I'm writing, the research article I'm writing right now is actually on the impacts of EMFs and the skin. And I'm hyper-focused on the impacts of non-ionizing radiation on the blood and how when the blood is ungrounded, it will stick together it will start to clot you're not going to get good perfusion and oxygenation to your brain and of course your skin you're going to notice skin issues so there's that and then there's also the component of we tend to breathe a little too shallow uh, we're seated so try and stand I, i'm standing at my desk all the time now i barely sit down when i'm on calls. so that you're getting more of that blood flow because the oxygenation to your brain Uh, If you're dealing with fatigue or stress and things like that, uh, your blood flow and your oxygenation and your nutrient flow and your detoxification are paramount for you to maybe start to think about. So instead of going for that, you know, two to four extra cups of coffee in the day, try doing some breath work. Try standing with your feet outside to ground your blood yeah. so oh, that yeah. when you're breathing, your red blood cells are better able to have the oxygen bind to the hemoglobin that rests in the center of uh, that molecule. So thank mm. you. I love that. You know, I've got a kneeling
1: de- a kneeling chair. I only got it recently, maybe about a month or so. And uh, so it's instead of standing, you're kind of kneeling, but you, you're forced to have good posture and it kind of you can breathe better because you're not, you know, you're not hunching over and scrunching up the belly. So I find this fantastic. I love it. One of one of the speakers on my summit who was a chiropractor told me about it. Just so good. So yeah, standing is great. Uh, anything, you know, sitting and hunching over, we can't breathe into the belly. And that's maybe that's why part of the reason why we become chest breathers is all this sitting. So if you can you know, breathe into the belly. That's really key. Now I will tell you that I remember people would say, breathe in the belly. And I'd be like, I, I can't start with an exhale. That's the, that's the secret to me is starting with an exhale, pulling the belly button back towards the spine, and then you've got a place for air to go. So
0: give that a try. I love doing that with uh, yoga. And when you do that, it actually helps to tighten your pelvic floor and engage your core muscles with your breath and have more of an awareness over your midsection because who doesn't want to look nice and trim with their waistline. And so with every step you take, every stance you take, every breath you take having that awareness to like, not be tense, but just be aware of your muscles. So when you are, Abdominal breathing—you're actually um, having more of an awareness of the relax and contraction of your core muscles, which are imperative for supporting your spine. Yeah. All right. So, final question here: How do you adjust/slash engineer your responses to various situations? Now, the reason I'm very interested in the stress response. is because cortisol creates inflammation which ages us. And if our adrenals are shot, we will become nutrient depleted. This is very well established information. So yeah. I'm always interested in learning, okay, stressful situations they're just going to happen. It's called life. It's now it's how we how we manage those stressful situations. Um, having an awareness of your nervous system, of your breath will allow you to slow your aging. So what are some of the things that you do to engineer and adjust your responses to various stimulus situations and also stimuli and stimulations? Mm-hmm. I,
1: you know, I didn't always do this. I didn't realize I was kind of going around in this kind of clenched belly all the time. So now I know because okay, that heart focus breathing, What you want to do is teach your body, what does it feel like to be in that state of love or state of gratitude? You know, maybe love, it might be too much, but even like feeling in a state of gratitude or calm. So teach your body what that feels like so that you are aware when you are not there. So when you're not there, then that's when you need to implement a strategy of how to get back there again. So I do this. Um. Practice that where I notice where am I feeling this tenseness in my body? Like some people, it might be that, uh, you know, your neck aches, right? Or it might be shoulders get tight, or it might be bad feeling in your gut, or like for me, it's the solar plexus that I tighten right up. Uh, So notice where it is. And then like, imagine breathing into it. So just like we were breathing into the heart, you breathe into the area, but you breathe into it with a very like nurturing, loving kind of feeling. So kind of like, uh, it's a small child, because what's happening is energy isn't flowing. That's why you're feeling a tenseness there. Energy is not flowing. So, we want to energize it with our loving attention, breathing into it, hugging it from the inside. If you can kind of imagine hugging it from the inside and kind of with coming at it with that cherish kind of feeling like, I've got you now, like a small child or a pet, like, uh, you know, how can I help you? I notice that you're showing me something. Let's. So, it's that kind of feeling. So I really like hyper vigilant of knowing when I'm not where I want to be and then taking those steps. It really does help. So, uh, you know, it's just taking it to your body, noticing what you're feeling in your body instead of getting into a story. We get into a story in our head with stressful situations. So instead of that, just go, okay, where am I feeling it? And just go into the feeling of it and breathing through it, nurturing, loving energy.
0: This could very well be an option for those of you dealing with chronic pain um, with a couple car crashes. If I experience more stress in my life or if I experience a higher degree of toxic load and my toxic load, my bucket gets a bit full, then I experience pain. And so I have to spend extra attention in my life. That's why I love biohacking and this body, mind, spirit, energy stuff so that I can feel my best, less interfered with, more heart-focused, energetic self. So some of the things that helped me is to remember a moment in my life when I felt the most love-protected, guided, and also maybe even a place in the world where I have also felt very energetically grounded. If you listen to the show, you know exactly where that is. And the other thing I want to mention and just close with for closing words here is you know those hippy dippy love and light ladies and gentlemen out there that are usually in their 60s and 90s these are the high vibrated humans that I keep talking about in my ebook unlocking your vitality that have body mind spirit energy and detoxification practices that they have spent decades cultivating and they meet with me and they say hey I want to deal with some of these brown spots fine lines wrinkles because I feel amazing inside what do I do about the- outsides. I feel like it doesn't match. And it is so fascinating to notice how vibrant these individuals are, but also how good their skin already is much better than say someone I might meet with in their forties, thirties and forties that have way more signs of inflammation and accelerated aging. So be that hippy dippy love and light type of (laughs) human, because there is a secret to that. And it is a huge element to living your mass life. Engineering your best life and being a high vibe, radiant human. You don't just want to be this, you know, pretty, pretty Instagram social media person. You want to walk into a room and have people pick up on your energy and your presence, be a good human, do good things in the world, be of service to others. And that will radiate, that will permeate, that will radiate much more than, say, choosing the right lip color or using this moisturizer. All that stuff will help, of course, to a degree. But your your energy is much more powerful because I've worked with people that may be technically unattractive because they have signs of aging, but it's their energy that just makes them off the charts, beautiful and radiant. So just because you might not look like that cookie cutter, Kim K or whatever, that's all good. Get into that deeper aspect of beauty, radiance, health, vitality, which we talk about here on the show, which course is not medical advice, educational information only. So thank you everyone for tuning in. And I would love everyone to hang out with you, Jane, where can people find you? How can they work with you? How can they access your delicious insights? <laughs> thank you. Uh,
1: well, my website is thewellnessengineer.com. I'm on YouTube, uh, Jane Hogan health, and uh, Instagram the same. And I've also got a podcast and Rachel's been a guest, uh, the Wellness by Design podcast. So those are
0: great places to find me. Yes, I highly recommend that you follow someone like Jane Hogan. Jane, you are lovely. And I love that breathwork experience that you took us through. That was exactly what I needed today. So thank you for helping me ground into that heart energy. And uh, I'm going to come back to that. I appreciate that. That, my pleasure. Right, everybody. Wonderful. And I get to see you next week. Woohoo! In the flash. We're gonna give each other big hugs and be in this wow. amazing energy and sunshine and eat really good food. There's gonna be danger coffee there. JJ Virgin make sure that we eat all the best, healthiest food. I literally end up going and like losing five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even getting you. Every time I go to this event with her, it's just like I come back looking even better. It's amazing. <laughs>
1: wonderful i can't wait
0: yes the other thing you're gonna notice jane is you're gonna be in the room with all of these um healers teachers like really wise people and you're gonna look around and be like wow i think a model bomb just went off like everyone is good looking (laughs) (laughs) because for the most part they're very healthy and they're doing the work and they're teaching others how to achieve it too So you'll see what I mean. You'll love it.
1: (laughs) I can't wait. And you know, the, the vibrations, right? Your vibes speak louder than your words kind of thing. So it's a community of people that are all lifting each other up, helping to lift each other up. And so it's a really beautiful energy instead of a competitive type of energy. So I I
0: can't wait to experience it. So excited. Wonderful. Rising tide lifts all boats, get rid of that competitive program and, and just help each other out, help yourself out, help out other people out. Maybe sometimes you can put your oxygen mask on first. Nothing wrong with that. So thank you everyone for spending time with Jane Hogan and I here on the Rachel Barker podcast. I'll see you again soon. If you have any questions for me, be sure to check out the description of this episode and all things at rachelbarker.ca. Subscribe, share, like this episode with someone who you think could benefit from this message and engineer yourself a fabulous high vibe radiant day. Bye.